with the 50 Yami in the back, me and Dano in the front. We're cruising down the musky in the hot, hot sun. I have a six pack, he has a blunt. Suddenly out of nowhere, police boat appears. We are both stunned. OPP boat comes out, looks for more. Dan cracks up, a, opens up a ginger ale. I hit the floor. <laughs> the officer says, hold up your beer. So I wrote that little song. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Totally didn't expect and that. You shouldn't be, uh, you know, you shouldn't be. I don't advocate fishing and drinking, but, you know, Says sh- who? shit happens. Says who, man? By the way, sometimes no way. the best beer batters are the best for fish. Oh, right. okay. absolutely. So that was Leo doing our intro today, man. Very. So Le- Leo Ing? Leo Ing. Ing, I-N-G direct. From, no, right to your you're driveway. not. No, I'm not. It's Leo Ing from Ing Asphalt. Ing's Asphalt. Ing Services Asphalt. Ing's Asphalt, asphalt Services. So what are we going to talk about today? Asphalt. A little bit of asphalt. Let's get I, down and I, I've you been know waiting to get dirty. I've I mean, always, down. Listen, <laughs> I actually like that word a lot. Really? I think asphalt's a Wait. really amazing word. Wait okay. a minute. You said asphalt. Ash. Asphalt. <laughs> asphalt. I didn't say asphalt. That's, that's well, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, but the, the, the pre- correct, correct pronunciation is asphalt. But As- asphalt. Is, it, is that what you guys talk about well, all the time? Well, we can talk a little bit about that on the side. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're going to talk everything to do with asphalt and Ash. asphalt. So all kinds of stuff. But first, uh, Carlito. Oh, this would be history with Manny. So, Leo, we got a little segment here. Um, I need to ask you, Leo, and Carlito might know the answer uh, to this. I'm not exactly At sure. At least we're here. Here's the question. Is asphalt man-made? Uh, yes. <laughs> well, I mean, of course, it, it, it's tar but and here's, oil. Here's the real question. It's mixed together. When, where did asphalt come from and how far back? Well, it's an oil product. So you're right. It is man-made, but how far back? And I was a little surprised to find this information out because these guys, this group of people from the past have done a lot, and I'm kind of pissed off that they've done so much. Well, I know that tar was around burning people from castles, so I'm assuming they might have (laughs) started back then. you got to go further back. So the word asphalt comes from the Greek word asphaltos. The Romans adopted the word and they use the substance to seal their baths and their reservoirs and the aqueducts. Wow, I thought it was Many for centuries sure later, Europeans exploring the New World discovered natural deposits of asphalt. So when was the first asphalt road built? Wow. What century, what date, what year? Um, it had to be the 1800s. Asphalt was first used on a road for a building in Babylon around 625 bc you're kidding me <laughs> the romans wow. took up the system and they built roads for far easier travel by the military that's why they used it for but it wasn't until 1870 that a belgium chemist edmund j Desmet, laid the first asphalt pavement in the u.s in newark new jersey Go figure the irony on that, because Jersey and New York does not have the smoothest asphalt in the entire world. (laughs) So it's just funny. That's the origin of it, man. So we all know that asphalt is basically, is asphalt and bitumen? Bitumen, yes. Bitumen, okay. Is there a difference? Uh, Yes, I believe so. There is a difference, because you kind of need both of them for them to both work. So is one a binding agent? Exactly. That's the reason behind it. Okay. So that's... 
History with Manny. I found that a little fascinating. That was amazing. I never knew that. So we're talking with Leo Ng from www.ingservices.net. And you can reach out to him if you need any asphalt. What do you do exactly? The mainstay of what I do is seal and repair driveways. Sales at ingservices.net. And also the phone number is 416-892-4526. Anything ring ing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so I want to I wanna also talk about uh, another little segment that I want to throw at Carlito. I want to throw at yourself, too, because I'm sure that you probably have come across this as well. And I'm calling this... Um, wait a second. Are we doing it now? Yeah. You want to wait? Is this... Okay. No. You want to wait? No, no. Totally. I want to just introduce it right yeah, now. Yeah, let's do it. I'm calling this segment a construction bone to pick with. So my problem, and unfortunately, I've been known on this podcast to pick on the millennials. I don't know, Leo. You're, you're my age, right? We're all the same oh, age. Right? So I don't know how you feel about the millennials. Not very happy about them. <laughs> <laughs> so my bone to pick with is a conversation that I've had with you, Carlito. We mm-hmm. were talk- texting about this last night. We were texting about it this morning. And my problem is that um, they come in and I joke how whatever their age is, they always ask for a couple of dollars higher than their age. And I feel they're not worth it. I recently, because I've been working with Matthew from E6 Analytics, who does a lot of data stuff for me on my business, he analyzes my jobs. He figures out how much money I made, how much money I lost, where the money went to the penny. And I recently just received a report on a job that I completed, and I looked at the numbers regarding the labor, and I was like, this is bullshit. Because you got millennials asking you for a certain wage, and then you agree to it, but then they don't perform the work in return. Okay, well, that's we, my bone to pick. You and with. me had this conversation, and I told you the the fix to it is you don't pay them hourly; you pay them a unit price for the job. Everybody and wants it in hourly. that unit price. They can do their own research on the price. They carry their own material, so they're not wasting the material. They clean up their own job site, so they're responsible for that. What that does is it creates habits, and it also creates awareness to what it actually takes to run a business, not just be a laborer. Here's the thing. Leo, what do you think a 25-year-old guy just getting started in construction, what should he be paid? Start him off maybe 20 bucks an hour and move him up. If we're, all, we're all the mindset. We're all yeah. the same mindset. That's exactly it. But all these 25-year-olds all want to get paid 25 plus, 30 plus. The thing is, I have no problem paying that if you deliver that. Yep. If you start dragging your feet, if you start taking longer breaks, if you show up a little bit late and you're not pr- creating production on the construction site, then I have a problem with that. They seem to forget the bigger picture. If you're given an opportunity and, and the GC actually says, sure, I will pay you 30, I will pay you 40, I will pay you 50. But then all of a sudden you don't perform for that money because you're running a business. My problem is that the moment you ask them, put yourself in my shoes now. You're the owner of the business now. You looked at the numbers. This is what's fascinating. But they don't care. With Matthew, he's showing me the data. So he's actually showing me how much my company made on this job and where all the expenses went. And I'm looking at it going, that one light item of the labor that I hired and the work that performed does not jive. So I got to go back and I tell them either you guys increase your production or you decrease your wage. And I agree. They'll never decrease the wage and... They'll never increase their production. Okay, so you know. So what they're to do. gone. Yeah, they're gone, and then you bring somebody else on. And I've had other people come on, and all of a sudden they ask for less, and they produce more. And this is the problem that I have. This is my bone. That's all I'm just saying. So I'm just letting everybody know that you basically get one shot with me. 
That's all it is. You might get a second or a third time to be on there, try to prove yourself. But the thing is, don't think for a second, I'm not paying attention. And now that I've got data, because they'll turn around and go, no, I produced. I did deliver the work. I did as much as I want. It took a little bit longer. It was hotter. It was like harder to get up there. I couldn't climb this. I couldn't climb it. Whatever. It's just all excuses and but, shit. Like but do you know what they call that in Croatia, right? What's that? An excuse. Exactly. So that you can have all those excuses, but if when you get to our position where you're a business owner now and you leave guys on the site and then all of a sudden you come back and in your mind you already know how much work should have been done and you get back and that work's not done, then you know that you did not do what you said okay, you were going to do. Okay, but there's something really important. Like if we're going to talk about this, let's take another second and put it into this conversation. Most of these guys, they're saying, I want 30 bucks an hour and they don't care how much time we put in quoting, uh, landing the jobs, building the reputation, paying the insurance, paying the fuel, paying for the tools, getting the materials. All they care about is coming to site and getting paid from seven to five yep. or seven to, you know, seven to four, whatever it may be on your, on your job sites. And that's all they care about. I don't think that's the right attitude. I think that if you 100%. wanna get paid a good salary, you have to keep proving yourself. You shouldn't ask for what you're worth, you should prove what you're worth. I agree with you. So, Leo, what are your thoughts on that? Well, personally, I've had some problems, you know, hiring staff in the past. It's always been an issue as a contractor, this and that. But one thing I've always said is, listen, I tell a new guy, listen, I'll pay you whatever you're worth. I'll pay your weight in gold. Doesn't matter to me because if you're producing, you're helping me make money. That's the end game, right? Yeah. So if I'm making money, I don't mind paying the guy 30 bucks, whatever. It's easy. It's but no your brainer. business needs to be making That's money. That's right, obviously. But if the guy's only worth 15 bucks an hour, that's all he should get. I, I mean, I ask him, I say, you want to be the $15 an hour guy or you want to be the 25 plus hour an hour guy? You tell me. Let me see it. I can't hold your hand out here. You know, I'm only as good as, you know, my staff too, my employees. So if we get good guys, we'll pay them well. We're all business owners here. Yeah. And, and I, I get frustrated with them where they keep on wanting to get our position, but they don't understand what we're being put in. Um, they don't. Can I ask you, I usually typically, if I have someone working hourly for me, I want to make five or $10 off them. It sounds like I'm making five or 10, but at the end of the project, there's always been a piece of material they've cut wrong. Something always left out, a hidden callback that they never hear about that only I hear about. Hearing me say, I'm making five or $10 sounds fantastic. Oh my God, he's making five or 10. But at the end of the project, am I actually making money? Well, and, not really. And the thing is, is if I'm not making five or 10 to cover the callbacks or the loss of material or the forgettings or, you know, not work, you know, the heat or whatever else slows a person down on a project, who's going to pay for that? All I'm saying is that all you guys out there, you're working for somebody and you are asked the question, what do you want to get paid and what your worth is? You better seriously think about that and you better seriously follow through with it. If you don't, you will not last. And I guarantee you, you will not get a second chance. Have you ever taken on someone without hourly and say, if you finish that driveway, it pays 35, I'll give you 25 and a thousand will cover my WSIB and all the other things I need. Do you ever do projects like that? with No, people? I've mostly gone just with hourly guys, but you know, you give them bonus incentives too. I mean, if we get the jobs done quicker, they're going to get a bonus. They know that. So if, let's say we're doing, you know, 12 jobs a day and we normally would do 10, we push a little harder. Well, that guy deserves a little extra too. And I That's don't how mind. it works. Yeah. 
Okay, so I don't want to. That, that was a whole. I got to figure out. That how, was a serious bone, that, buddy. Construction <laughs> bone to pick with. There's going to be more about this, and I actually want other guests. I want guests to come on board. I want Carlito. I want you to come up with. Like, there's lots of bones to pick with, man. Construction bones to pick Listen, with. Listen, you just bring the bones, and I'll pick them. <laughs> I don't know if that sounded good. Not that kind of <laughs> podcast. Let's get back to Leo. So, Leo, asphalt. Ash. Asphalt. <laughs> Where did it all begin, man? Well, be perfectly honest with you it started with my dad he was in the business probably closer to 30 years ago unfortunately passed 20 years ago at this point i got involved with the business in 99 when he got sick unfortunately with cancer and he passed away a year later and you know at the back in then days i was about close to 30 and i've done a f- numerous different things i worked as a laborer in construction i worked as a framer i got into this through my dad's sickness obviously but i never thought it would turn into something you know, 20 plus years later is a full-time career. You've grown it into a brand. And I've grown it into a huge brand. And and now it's one of the greatest things that ever happened to me. Not that my dad got sick and passed, but obviously he left me with a nice, uh, nice little business and I made a career out of it. How many guys you got working for you? Right now, I just have two guys. Two guys. Yeah, me and two guys. And we just, you know, we go seal between, I don't know, six, ten driveways a day. Holy cow. It's been a nice hot summer for you. It's been tough. I mean, usually when it gets above, you know, 35 degrees, you want to call it off. But uh, in this business, you got to make hay while the sun shines, as they say. So, (laughs) you know, I almost pray for a rainy day so I can get a day off. A day off, I know. Same with the roofers, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, you got quite the tan, right? And I know that that your Chinese background. Yeah. You told me recently that you found out some other piece of information about your ancestry. Yeah, yeah. About six years ago, we found out that we were part native as well. You know, when I go up north, I go up north fishing a lot, like I talked about earlier. So a lot of people think there that I'm Anishinaabe, as they say, or Nish. 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 Okay. <laughs> That's what you're known as? Well, I, I call myself the crazy Chindian. <laughs> <laughs> Chinese I love Indian. It. Nobody's Chindian. ever seen one. Chindian. Oh, you okay. got to get a tattoo across your yeah, arm. I, know I should. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what's all the asphalt sealing business? What's it all about? What do we got to okay. know about this? So, basically, what I do is unlike what most other people in the business do. And what most other people in the business do is they spray the driveways. To me, spray is passe. It's, a, it's sort of like a bad word. It doesn't do a good job? No, and I'm not here to say that guy's a bad guy or, the, you know, I'm better. But I'm just here to educate people on the differences. And I just let my dis- you know, customers decide. So I tell them, listen, they ask me, what do you do? Leo, what do you do? What's the difference? I go, well, do you know the difference between hot dogs and steak? Yeah. Of course. <laughs> That's a huge hot difference. Hot dogs are good, but I mean, don't get me wrong, but steak's a lot better, so I give you filet mignon. You know, do you know, do you, know <laughs> you, have, you know, you have to break it down to them. So I said, do you know the difference between driving, uh, I don't know, like a Fiat or a, a Mercedes? Mm-hmm. Of course you do. Yeah, there is a difference, right? And not all sealers are the same. So the difference is this. So basically what people get... Norm, mostly done on the driveway is sprayed. Spray is a cutback sealer. They cut it with either diesel or they varsal. They thin it. They thin it to get it through their lines, and that's why it's shiny and smells like varsal or diesel or whatever. It, it looks new. Shiny. This is not natural. Uh, driveways are, when they're first paved, they're a bad finish. Yeah. Yeah, nice and jet black, right? With the shiny stuff, it's, you know, you have you know people with million-dollar-plus properties, and they're putting this crap on it, and it doesn't look too good. And, you know, you, we, I do a lot of work for... Uh, Real estate agents, and you want to give the house a nice curb appeal, get top dollar, especially in a competitive market that we're in now. So they call me. And what I do is I brush it on by hand. It goes on nice and thick. It's like wow. a tar. 
Yeah, I'm the, the whole I'm, drive. You do the but, whole driveway. I'm like the Picasso of the driveway. I'm a bit of an artisan. So my brush is about I don't know 40 inches wide, and and we uh, lay it on nice and thick, and we go over the same spot about four or five times as we you know apply different it. directions. Yeah, you go back and forth mostly. You know, you start at the top and you come down to the bottom of the driveway. And before we start, we do a thorough cleaning job, of course. We'll clean off any dirt, debris, scrub the weeds, this and that. And, you know, if you have cracks and stuff like that, we can fix those too. But, I'm, you know, if the driveway's, the way I say it is, the driveway's in decent shape, I can make it look really good. There's only so much you can do. And I'm honest, listen, if your driveway needs to be paved, it needs to be paved. You can't replace getting your driveway paved by sealing it. No. That's to enhance the appearance and to protect it. But let's be honest out there. You can't seal like a gravel pit. Yeah. And some people think <laughs> you can. I mean, the average asphalt driveway these days lasts you between, you know, maybe 10, 15 years paved job. Depends on what you drive on it, how much traffic there is, which park on it, what you use it for, what leaks on it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But if you seal it, you'll get, you know, another five plus years. So, you know, you can increase the longevity by 30 to 50% for fun. So all these guys that are spraying, they're just doing Band-Aids? I don't know if it's really a Band-Aid. I mean, the difference is this. My sealer lasts you two to three years. Their sealer lasts you maybe six months, year tops. So it's all gone. The other thing about it, because it's cut really? with diesel. It's true. Yeah. Wow. Every year, I know people that yeah. do it themselves, and yeah. it only lasts a season. That's right. So that product that you go to the big box store, and you grab, and you brush it on or roll it on. Right. That won't last more than six months. It looks similar. I mean, we take it out of a bucket as well. But, I mean, my truck has a 1,000-liter tote. So we're going around with a lot of sealers. So we're putting actual material, and we're giving people what they need. Like, you know, average driveway, 800 square feet, you know, four-car, double-wide, whatever, cookie-cutter driveways, as we call them. You know, that's going to take three to four pails to seal it properly, like 20-gallon pails. You know, the average homeowner goes to Home Depot or whatever, Canadian Tire, and buy some stuff that they think is good. But they only buy maybe one, maybe two pails. They don't put enough on. They stop halfway. They go have lunch, have a beer, whatever. <laughs> and then true. it's not drying correctly. Now, the correct way to do it is to apply it all at the same time. When, it, when you're finished, it dries out as such. So it's nice, streak-free, looks natural, like the driveway like with, when it was originally paved, and it lasts. You know, the other problem with the homeowner is that, you know, you're using a roller. The thing's only four inches wide. Your driveway's 800 square feet. You're going to be there for four or five hours. You're going to kill yourself. So not using the right tools. You're not using the right tools. It's just one more tools. product that's it's like a, a big wrench box is that, a hammer. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't belong well, in well, here. Well, I, I I did want to talk about you you saying spray. So like I spray paint, right. and a lot of times I'll tell the customer they'll say, "Oh, you're going to spray the house," and I say, "Well, I'm gonna my guy's going to spray ahead of me, and I'm going to roll behind them." And they say, okay. "Why are you rolling?" And I find that like you said by brushing it on, you're actually pushing it yep. and adhering and Correct. anchoring it into the surface or the yeah. substrate that you're putting yeah. it on. And it's just like paint. If you just yeah. spray over top, it's just gonna glaze over top and you can get lots of product, but it doesn't mean it adhered. That's right. So what product are we talking about that you go to that you use all the time? So basically what we use, we call it like, a, I call it my super sealer. It's a, you know, ancient Chinese formula, of course, for my dad's. <laughs> but we, I can't tell you exactly what's in it, but pretty well, much what we tell the customers, it's a rubberized sealer. goes okay. on thick like a tar. You know, it looks brown when it sort of starts, and then it dries within half an hour to an hour to a matte finish. So that matte is Black. key. That's key that it's matte, right? Yeah. And the shiny guys are... And, and the other thing with those shiny driveways is they're slippery when they get wet or snow. They so are. I always, Very. I always worry about the elderly people that are going to you know, fall and break a hip and seriously hurt themselves. And 
The other thing I've heard negative things about the spray jobs is people, you know, the kids are playing basketball on the driveway and they're getting it all over their hands on the ball or they're on their shoes and they track it in on the carpet or whatever and then you go touch light switches and you got, you know, handprints of black Be- shit all over the place. it was all, it was thinned. It it's was thinned, thinned out. It's not drying properly. It's, it's just, it's garbage. Wow. So is this a hot process or a cold process? Cold process. It goes on cold, but it does look hot, especially in the heat. Uh, When it's extremely warm and sunny out, it starts to steam up because the driveways are generally baking. It's hotter on the driveway than anywhere else, like on the grass or... Is there a limit to when you can apply it if it's too hot? Like last week we had that heat wave. I mean, we've been doing it all summer. I mean, every there's been lots of uh, days plus 35 hitting close to 40 and we've been working. I mean, it's just harder for us. Hotter the better. Well, for adhering. Yeah, yeah. Can I ask you a really stupid question? This is one of the things I've, this is kind of like a, a myth that I've heard, and I wanted to kind of straighten it out with you now because I've been waiting for this podcast for a long time. <laughs> We've been talking about doing asphalt and spraying for a really long time. Anyway, that's yeah. black and matte. Um, yeah. likes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like these mics. Yeah. <laughs> so, one of the things I've heard is that. You can get an oil product and you can get a latex product. So what I've been told is obviously the latex product is the, pro- the product that only lasts three to six months, but it allows the asphalt to breathe. It does. Where the oil product can actually kind of not allow the asphalt to, to breathe and it, will, and it may actually crack your asphalt. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, no, not necessarily. I mean, we do use a latex emulsion. That's the technical term. Or a biolithic or whatever, mitic or I don't know. So what is that? Elasticated kind of. It's latex? like a, it's like a, a subtract of you know some tars and oils, obviously, right? It's okay. Th- it's quite thick and viscous, but um, yeah, what we're getting back there with the uh, yeah the latex. So it is a latex, right? At the end of the day, but it it uh, yes, that is correct. It does allow the asphalt to breathe. Asphalt. And also, <laughs> I like the asphalt better. Yeah. The way that we put it on, I mean, we, we, we put it on liberally, so you're getting a lot covered. So the average, you know, our driveways last two to three years. So how many coats spray you... drives, spray driveway might last you six months to a year. Yeah. So how many coats are you putting on? So you're putting Just one, one coat. One coat. But about, we go over the same spot about five times. We multi-layer it as we apply it. So I'll pull it over the same area. It's like a big, you know, brush that we put it on with. So, so basically you're brushing it over, over, yeah. over. Four or five Before, times. you know, and then we do. And then work your way down, next one, yeah, next one, next exactly. one. Exactly. I, I do agree that uh, for even for me and Manny being general contractors and the final, when, you, when you're cleaning up and you're getting ready to leave, the nicest touch is to get it sealed. Oh, yeah. So that it looks brand new and again. Carlito, that's what we usually do. And I advocate that too. So you guys come in first, you got bins on the driveway, might get scraped up a bit or who are no landscape guys, tile guy, whatever. Uh, stonework guys just scrape up the driveway a bit. So I always say, listen, I'll come last. And that is the finishing touch. You know, we can also help you out too. If you, let's say you spill a little bit or something on paint. there, a little paint thin or, set. or some oil or thin set, anything crazy, right? But what you don't do, which I'm a little disappointed, is that if you're not spraying it, how do I get all the edging of my grass painted black? I don't pay, I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> There's no overspray. There's nothing to worry about. That's what here. I'm saying. Is like, where's the overspray? There's no overspray. There is no you chance see of overspray. Those lines. You don't you have to worry those, about doing it on a You see those lines of all that grass. Oh, it's yeah. all black You get now. it on your On the white, sidewalk. Yeah, on your, on your white uh, garage door or your white Mercedes or something. So or the neighbor's you're, you're two houses saying, over. You're saying there's a, a massive... or 
there's a huge difference in dry time then. Uh, like your product pretty much sets up and dries to the touch pretty much right within away. Within about an hour. So, I mean, wow. I tell my customers stay off for minimum 24 hours in this heat, like a day and a half. It dries pretty quick. dries to touch in about an hour. And, you, and I tell them you can walk on in about four to five hours, which is wow. no vehicle traffic for minimum, minimum 24 hours. Here's a question for you, Leo. Should you seal a brand new paved driveway? Never. Never. No. How People long should you wait? That. How long should you wait? People have asked me that, and, and that's what you have to think about too. So basically, after a driveway is paved, it's jet black to begin with. It's a lot of oils and tar in it still, and then it starts to fade out over time because sun UV rays uh, bleaches out everything over time. And then, you know, it's like us being on the beach all day without sunscreen on. So basically, after about you know six months to a year, your driveway starts to fade. So that's when you want to seal it. So yes, the question is wait minimum six months uh, i think a year is better okay that's good okay, to know that's cool and then how are you handling like cracks what size crack are we talking about yeah. you probably can get up to well <laughs> I, I, let me let me let me phrase the question the correctly okay man. how should you handle any cracks on the asphalt okay <laughs> i love this podcast so basically you got to clean out the crack obviously <laughs> So you have various different tools <laughs> for that. I mean, I take it you use your finger a lot. You can use your finger, but uh, with COVID, you keep your glove on. <laughs> okay, seriously though, how do you fix cracks on the All asphalt? Right, how we fix them is we clean them out, pretty much route them out, grout them out, whatever, with wire brushes. Well, or... what, what crack is way too big? Okay, like, so like you're going to say yeah, that. here we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, okay, it's listen. It's never too you, big, yeah. man. You, you tell the homeowner that crack is too big. I can't fill it. That's all. Yeah, right? I mean, you know, basically quarter of an inch. That's the kind of size probably crack. Probably getting okay. as big as you're going to be able to handle. And then, you know, we're talking how many cracks. You know, if you got two or three, yeah, we can fix it up. If you got... 53, no, I mean, that driveway is beat. Why do we have the crack? What happens to the pavement to make it crack? So, like it's a, like I said, it dries out over time, and then the stresses of parking on it or shoveling or picking at it with a ice pick in the winter or whatever you're doing on it, just normal wear and tear, it starts to leaking break oil. down, leaking oil, gasoline. It just keeps on eating away yeah, at it. Yeah, that'll eat away at it. And that's another reason why you seal it as well. It helps protect it. But, um, yeah, it starts to dry out, and when it gets dried out, dried out, it cracks. I mean, that's the whole, it's, you know, it's not meant to last how, forever. How do you feel about people that go, and I'm going to throw a product name out there. One of the big box stores, one is the King Patch Kits. Oh. You can buy this uh, quick patch, and you can fill any hole, but it's like bubble gum, and it always stays mushy and gushy. Yeah. Is that something you will take out? Or will you go, just go over top of that? Well, you should remove it. I mean, if you're going to seal on top of that, it's just not a good representation of your work. So you should get it off there before you seal it. But, I mean, obviously it depends on what it's protecting. I mean, it, at the end of the day, if you need to do a hot asphalt repair, that's what you need. So you got to get real asphalt back onto real asphalt. And These little gip gimmicky things i've seen them i don't think they work i mean there's one out there that you're supposed to add water to it or something i haven't really used it but add water to it yeah it's called an aqua patch or something it comes in a big a pail. anything to sell to the homeowner right stuff yeah. that they can do at well home. look you know there's one out there that they're saying that it's going to last you 
10 years or something crazy. There's no sealer. Driveway doesn't even last 10 years. How the frick is a <laughs> sealer going to last you 10 years? You yeah, it's I mean? only as good as the surface. Yeah, so right? I mean, I, I, I wonder about those things because, you know, it, you know, people ask me, Leo, how, much, how long does your driveways usually last? I go two to three years. Like, you know, normal wear and tear, obviously, right? So they go, are there any warranties on it? I go, well, it's not like a written warranty because, you know, homeowners are, you know... It's if, wear and if you tear, say mother two years, nature. yeah, mother nature. Yeah. If you tell them two years, they're gonna call you the day before two years up and expect a free driveway. It's not because my product's no good. I stand behind my driveways now. If a guy calls me next year and says, "Leo, this, you know, we're have a little bit here, or whatever," I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. Just go do it for him. And that's it. That's it. Yeah. I don't want no headaches. Yeah. You know, like I tell everybody, you know, I'm not afraid to show my face in any neighborhood I've ever worked in. When I go show up somewhere, I'd rather do the whole street. I'm not here for one driveway. I want to get in good with everybody on the street, all the neighbors, give them fair value, and give them real work for real money. And the way I've seen it over the years, if you do a crappy job, you can't show your face in that neighborhood. Because if you do a bad job for somebody out there, and you know all contractors should know this, you know world travels fast. So my philosophy is, I don't want to come and do one driveway. I want to do them all. So if I did a bad driveway for you or you, the right. word will get out. You will tell 20 people that I did a shit job and don't hire this asshole ever again. Yep. Manny does that a lot. Right. I do not do that <laughs> at all. But <laughs> seriously, I'd rather have them tell 50 people I did a fantastic job. And, and that's why I get all the driveways. I'm and and you know it. what? Saying that people, for some reason, never say the good. They always say the bad. Always. So always. if they are saying good, you have done something really amazing. Yeah. People I'm, say the good and the bad about us on this podcast all the time. The good, bad, and ugly. Yeah. <laughs> um, can I ask you? No. Hang on a sec. We have another segment. Oh, okay. <laughs> a building code talk with Manny. We are talking to Leo Ng from www.ingservices.net. Sales at ingservices. Ing, I-N-G, services.net. I'm surprised ING didn't come after you, man. 416-892-4526. Get your next driveway sealed that way. And uh, what was it again? Building code talk? What are we going to talk about here? Hmm. Obviously, we're going to talk about asphalt. <sighs> we're going to talk about asphalt shingles. Ooh. What pitch is required for asphalt shingles? What's the minimum pitch? You have to be above a 312 pitch. 212. It's 212? That's a flat roof, man. Basically. That's the what minimum. What kind of minimum code is that's that? That's the minimum. I Shingles do anything of under all four. types need to have a slope to function properly. The minimum required is 212. Who is this protecting? This is the Ontario It's not protecting code. anybody. The 212 number is rise over run or two units of vertical for every 12 units of horizontal. That works out to be nine degrees. I'm going to tell you the Croatian building code for that hang on i don't Anything care about under the creation, 412 I don't, I don't care what is the minimum <laughs> roof pitch for snow okay you'll have to say that again because that's like that's kind of like a trick what is area. the minimum roof pitch for snow it's one inch per foot minimum slope is one inch per foot recommended for snow country so it's a different code metal roofing systems have a good track record of performance in harsh winter environments as long as they are properly designed the key factors are usually snow loading requirements adequate slope and the use of snow guards when needed here's one last question you might know this uh leo i'm carlito maybe i'm not exactly Thanks. sure Appreciate how many layers confidence. of shingles are allowed on a roof in ontario <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, <laughs> I've seen uh, a few, what's but the, I'm going to say oh, I've, I've only maximum? heard of maybe three. I, I, so I'm going to play along. Not that I agree with this shit at all. Um, it should, I'm going to, first I want to say it should only be one and it should be removed. I'm, I'm going to play along and not you that know I what? agree with I this I have shit. also seen some fucking hacks <laughs> and some homeowners that are so cheap that they'll do three. So what are you saying? Fucking three. Two. Oh, thank Ooh. God, something right. changed. So two, two <laughs> is the maximum that the Ontario Building Code is allowing, right? Most building codes allow for two layers of organic or fiberglass asphalt shingles on roofs with a 412 pitch or less. The three layers on steeper roofer, so you can actually, like, three layers on steeper roofs. If the structure can support the added weight, a typical 20-square, 2,000-square-foot re-roof will cost at least $1,000 less if you do not tear off. You know what they are doing, right? Thousand dollars, man. They're they're creating moisture and heat and and weight. This is disgusting. No, it's no good. I mean, it, it's similar to the driveway business. You know, you get this question all the time. I've seen it out there. These hack jobs and people get their driveways paved, but then they want they don't want to rip it up because all beat up and cracked up. So they say that's the paver. Can you put an inch on it? Inch ain't gonna do shit. That's just gonna crack up. If you have a weak foundation, an inch ain't gonna do nothing for me. And I mean, typical driveway, you're getting <laughs> minimum three inches anyways. And uh, that's fresh asphalt. It's so not all. Where do they get this knowledge, man? Like that, that, okay, just add an inch. Don't take off the old roof. Just put the new roof on. I'll have a second layer of water. Sounds like a there. slumlord. Where does that come from? Where does that information come from? Who's, who's, or is it just laziness, lazy homeowners? It's probably more of it. I think that's what it is, right? Uh, you, you know what? So that was? That was building code talk <laughs> with many. Um, We're talking to Leo Ng at www.inkservices.net, sales at inkservices.net, and 416-892-4526. Let's get back to talking a lot okay. more about asphalt. I kind of want to veer off, but stay in the same area. Why? Okay? Why? When to go price a tile job out. Okay? What the fuck Today, does tile no, have just, to do with I'm asphalt? Just, I'm just, it's the same. It's the it's the same poison. Square foot. It's the same poison, okay? <laughs> so I walk into a house. What year are we in right now? 2020. Who the fuck uses chicken wire still? Nobody. And they want a curbless shower. Yeah, I want a curbless shower. <laughs> and I'm looking at chicken wire, and I'm like... Who's this house for? Stevie Wonder? I'm like, you know I have to rip all this out. No, 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 no. I don't want to rip up the chicken wire. I'm like, do you know if you look in the code book... There is no chicken no. wire in that code book. It's in a dry pack, and the chicken wire has so to be embedded what I, in what it. I'm leading yeah. to is, why are people doing one inch? Like, is that just being cheap? That is being cheap. So Extremely cheap. Because, you know, they get talked into it. I don't know. Are they flipping a house? Is that why That's they're doing it? That's part of it, I'd imagine. It's got to be beautifying. That's all it is. Because I've also it. seen dry... Uh, I've seen guys buy houses... Uh, over really crap wallpaper and, and really bad walls. And, and let's they put get a back to asphalt. <laughs> How about we get back to asphalt? Um, what, um, what's the average cost to seal the driveway? Basically, we go by square foot to a certain degree. I mean, if it's a smaller driveway, well, let's talk price. I mean, your typical double car driveway, clean and sealed, you're probably looking in the neighborhood about 225 to 250 plus tax. That's really affordable. And it is. And what People are the, what are the spray doctors? Much. What are they charging? See, that's the thing. They're charging. If I'm charging, say, two and a quarter for a driveway, for argument's sake, they're going to charge 200 bucks. And they get it. Wow. And people and don't know the difference because wow. people aren't educated. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So they're charging and, and almost so, the so same? They're charging, let's call it the same because... It's not that much difference. I didn't know that, man. And their stuff lasts you one year max. My stuff lasts you two to three year max. 
So you think about it. I'm actually cheaper. I should be charging three times as much if my product's three times as good. And you're putting four times on more product. Four times not, more. Not diesel down. No. Wow. No. Um, so now you, I got a different outlook for these guys that come by the neighborhood and just spray and. So I want I want to ask you how do you ever walk away from a project that you feel is not appropriate for you? Absolutely, every contractor should not be afraid to walk away from a job because you can't satisfy every homeowner. And you know, being I've been in this business and this game of contracting for a lot of time, so you you kind of get to know who you can actually work for and who do actually deserves your work too. I You're mean, totally as much as right. they pick well us. Said. We can pick them too, no? You're totally right. We've always and said you that. know, you can't satisfy everybody and you should know that after a while. You, you just know the type of person they are, the type of questions they probe you with. You know, it's kind of weird. Like if somebody always wants too much of your time, they want you to come, they give me an estimate. They want you to come there five times before they're willing to part with a dollar with you. And they think, you know, I'm, they're winning. I'm getting good money out of this guy. I'm getting my money's worth. Let me ask you guys a question. Something recently happened that it's a first for me. I was little, is this asphalt right in in the conversation? About this asphalt? is client base <laughs> relevant. Okay, don't try to pick at me the way I pick at you. Okay, that's how how it works, right? Leo, you get the dynamic it of the show here. It, it yeah, does. You totally got it, right? So it was interesting. I got an email as I do about an inquiry for a job as I do. The thing is though that this client sent a written letter, wrote a letter to you, to me requesting if I could in a look at possibly quoting a renovation that they want to do for a described house of his and wanted to get an idea. He searched me out through Google or online social media. The letter threw me off. Normally, I would get an email, inquiry, sometimes a DM on social media. I think it's very passionate. But the letter threw me off. And I wanted to get your opinions. What do you guys think about a client sending a contractor a letter? Not a handwritten letter. It was like a Word doc letter, but it was a letter, though. It was still a formal letter. He emailed letter. it to you? No, emailed me the letter. Oh, he emailed me. But he's, oh. like, he wrote a letter. I don't know. Um, is he a writer? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Jeopardy. It's not a fucking game show. You're try- I'm just trying to get your opinion about that. How okay, would you take so, that? So I have had letters given to me. Afterwards, when the work is done. No, or before the project starts. I have had them. Okay. Uh, I found them weird also. Ended up, I'm not saying I'm finding it ended, weird. Ended, I'm just, no, I'm, no, I did find it weird. Yeah. I did. Usually people call me and I always tell them I need to see the work. Uh, I don't think that any house is exactly the same or any project is identical. Yeah. They're always different. The people that had sent me the letters ended up being my lifetime customers and that's the best I'm, customers I've ever had. See, that's what it's... it's Even though it's kind of weird and creepy. I, yeah, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't assessed it. What are your thoughts, Leo? I don't know. I've never really gotten something like that this, before. This is my first one. Yeah. This is the first time. I that find ever... that unusual. I mean, you know, I think it's curiosity. He, you know, something's up. I don't know. No, I, I think know. I think they're serious. I think that when someone writes a letter, in I think a it's kind form, of interesting that that letter being sent as a as a, in the email as a doc kind of feeds to both sides. Like you're thinking they're serious. They're kind of weird. It's thinking that okay, they're being professional, but they're kind of being. Well, they're kind of being legal also. Maybe legal yeah. as well, um, too. And, yeah. And that could a, be leading. Could be part of it. I, I, like, That's I've, the other thing that I've never about. had anything bad come out of it so I know, far but in I my experience. D- I haven't done work. I haven't done anything. I haven't met these people. I don't know who they are. There's so many. I mean, it is kind of legal and 
it kind of scares you. Maybe they think that they know me because of social media or something. I don't know. Maybe they. But there's feel... a lot of passionate people that still write. Yeah. So I, I think... just want to get your thought. I just thought it's got nothing to do with asphalt. I think but... I think you should accept it because you have nothing to worry about. I responded back. And nothing to and hide from. I was professional. I didn't write back another letter. I just responded back saying, "Listen, let me know when you have time. Here's my schedule. I'm available these times, and we can schedule a time for a call." And that's all I said. Thank you very much for reaching out. To I, me. I think they'll be a lifetime customer. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Let walk you. I'll let you. <laughs> a couple of years from now, like when I'm 60? I don't yeah. know. A couple of years from now when you're 60. All right. What else don't we know about asphalt? Well, what don't Carlito you know? wants to say something. I don't know. What's, what's going on? No, I, I, I just <laughs> I wanted to say, like, do you also have an asphalt guy that you refer? Definitely. When, like, so if someone brings you in, they want to be cheap. You're an honest guy. Right. So you explain to them. What every contractor yep. should do is be honest and tell you the real deal. That's right. Instead of just trying to make a couple bucks and take off. That's right. Is um, the actual guy in a Chinyan too? No. 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 He's, a pi- he's a real actual <laughs> guy. He's a paisan. He's a paisan. Hey, hey, he's like a paisan. paisan. <laughs> it's amazing he didn't say Portuguese. No. no. <laughs> yeah, most um, of the guys are obviously Italian in that business for sure. I, what I do want to ask you is you must know everything about asphalt. Pretty much. Yeah, like when you look at yeah. it, you're, you I understand it completely. Oh, yeah. What's happening, roots, oh, yeah. rocks, yeah. water damage, Everything. whatever. What is a perfect substrate before asphalt? And what is the perfect thickness for an asphalt? Oh, we just went into driveway. the Jeopardy round. Okay, well, pretty much. I mean, you know, a lot of guys use crushed rock or limestone base, three-quarter. A lot of times now they're using concrete, broken concrete and stuff like that as a, as a, as a base. And then as far as asphalt, as far as uh, paving a driveway, you're getting three inches minimum. But, you know, some people think you're going to get six or ten inches. No, you're not. You're going to get three inches. I always thought it was less than three. I always thought no, it was well, two inches or something. They might cheat a bit, but depends on who you're dealing with. But, you know, uh, a good paver, quality paver would be three, minimum And you're three. doing two passes, right? You're doing a base and then you're doing yeah, a top coat, a right? a base and then your top coat. And then underneath that, you've got your crush. Yeah. Is it safe to say also that after you do your substrate, do you, do you wait a year before you put the asphalt down? Not that long. Maybe a few months. Yeah. Do you believe in putting one layer and then coming back a year from now and putting a second one on? Or do you are you okay with just... Yeah. I mean, you see that a lot in new construction just so they can sign off on the houses. So they'll just put the base shots in so, you know, homeowners can get in. Just, you know, like they put the, the running boards or whatever, just get in the house. So they, you know, even the kitchens, they'll just put a piece of plywood just so they can sign off and get the people into the house. Uh, that's a good way to do it, but most driveways, you probably just put, uh, you know, whatever, three inches of, you know, HL3 or 3A. You know, there's different types of asphalt. Pretty and much. is that is that this the so for the like you have a very a different diction. I'm not used to yeah. the asphalt talk. So right. what does that actually mean? Is that the the P stones or the rock the right diameter? Yeah, that's the amount. Of, yeah, the size of the the rock in there. So let's say for example your road that's going to be most likely an HL six or an HL three. That means it's got more aggregate, which is rock, than say the sand and tar, which asphalt's pretty much comprised of. Now, most homeowners, they don't like it that, say, rough. So they, they want, want it finer. They want it finer and smoother. So they want it, we'll give them an HL3A, which HL3A. has more, right. Not as I big like stones, and it's, it's a smoother finish. When you roll it, it, it looks smoother. Because you get some people that are complaining that the texture's too rough, and some of the stones look like they're coming out. Yeah, it's not supposed to be smooth like a glass table, because, you know, you get some snow or, or rain on that, you're just going to wipe out on it. 
slip. So you need, yeah, it'd be very slippery. So you need a little bit of grip. What's the reasoning why you have to wait before you put the first coat on the second coat? What's why? Why do you have to? I thought you compact that gravel base first, and then you. Yeah. So you, you know, when you get a new driveway, you usually rip up the existing driveway first. You know, you get a bobcat in there, or whatever, and rip it out, and then let it sit for a good month or so, and then you put on, you know, and then come back and pave it. I did want to ask. Just had a brain fart. Of course you did. Um, okay, so one of the big problems I've heard is that a lot of guys like to use recycled uh, asphalt. Oh, yeah. about that. So I yeah. see glass so there's, bottles there's, in there. There's one, there's two, there and is. there's three. That's right. How do I know and how do I protect myself as a homeowner or a contractor hiring the right asphalt guy that they are using first, which is the cleanest and most pure, not recycled, yeah. And how much of a cost difference is it from one to three? Yeah, I, I, I guess you're going to have to go off of reputation. You don't really know where the guy, the, the paver is getting his asphalt from, per se, right? And you're right, there is recycled out there. Uh, as far as the difference in price, I mean, you know, most driveways nowadays, you're looking at about in the neighborhood of two and a quarter, 250 a square foot. And, you know, most that's pavers, for the fine stuff or is that for yeah, the, that's for the HL3A. So, you know, I know with my paver, he's getting, you know, real asphalt, like made daily, not this recycled rehash shit. So, you know, I, I wouldn't recommend anybody else, but, um, and who I, is that? Can you do a shout yeah, out? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, Carlo from Peel Region Paving. Okay. I'm yeah. going to definitely give him and you a call on the next project Absolutely. I need. I've known him for over 25 years now, at least. Have yeah. you gotten sick of the smell of asphalt? Or you yeah, love you get used I to act- it. I, yeah, I actually love it. the smell of asphalt. Yeah. I, do. I like it when it rains. Yeah, freshly paved yeah, asphalt. Well, I love that smell. I did asphalt for a little bit. Yeah. I worked for the city, and uh, after we did trenching or uh, we did you know, street work, road work, uh, we would get the recycled, and then basically the city would come in after a year or two and then rip it all up. It was fun. It was, uh, <laughs> yeah. ro- going back and forth with the roller, <laughs> sure. tamping, oh, yeah. uh, the layers. I mean, I yeah. learned a lot about it. I love I loved the raking. Yeah. Um, you got to work fast. You do. Like, people think you got time, no. but you don't. The guys are like, go, go, yeah, go, Yeah, you got to go. hustle. I mean, that's the thing. You want it hot so it's more pliable, so when you roll it, it rolls out smoother. I mean, Doesn't if it stick. gets frozen... Good luck. You can't heat that up. What's the rule yeah. of thumb? How high should it be left up so then you can roll it? It actually lands exactly where it's supposed to be. An inch. An inch? Yeah. That's what it is. So you leave it up an inch from where you want it to end. Yeah, because it's going gonna, it's gonna to compress a bit. Gotcha. Sure. It's like that sandwich in your back pocket. No, I don't have a sandwich <laughs> in my pocket. But I do know that my driveway has got a nice little hole from a kickstand from the motorcycle. Oh, yeah. Because it was a hot, sunny day. Oh, yeah. And it just, I, I parked the bike and all of a sudden, in the corner of my eye, I started seeing my bike just start to lean. And I was like, oh, what the oh, fuck's it doing, yeah. right? And it's moving on its own. That's and then scary. all of a sudden, I looked at the kickstand and about four inches of the kickstand wow. went into it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I yeah. need a little piece of plywood over so, there. So <laughs> uh, next to the heat and the weight, why is that happening? Is there any way, is that like Pinpoint. a Is that like a number one or number three? Uh, asphalt like is there a reason or a fix to getting that stronger what do you mean make it stronger like uh, you know the the you gotta get the concrete stinking world. in did it get <laughs> oh tamp no proper? that's yeah you put a chair on it, it was, you know with a, it's the same thing a 120 okay. pound person you're but, gonna sink into it on a hot i just day. was just wondering matter. if there's yeah. something to know about yeah. that 120 pound person well, thank whatever. you very much leo <laughs> <laughs> so uh another question a for light you person is, could even put some damage on <laughs> driveways won't get it a, a little a little uh but uh what the hell are they called again i totally forgot what they're called those little people in uh, Lord of the Rings. 
Uh, hobbits? Hobbits. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea why a hobbits got I, stuck I in my head. I don't know where you're going with yeah. this right now. I have now, no but... idea. They're probably good at asphalt. It's all that asphalt talk. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so do you see a difference when you're spraying uh, a number one, number two, or number three? Like from really oh, good yeah. asphalt okay. to number three after a year of it yeah. being installed, do you see a difference? Yeah, oddly enough too. So now we're getting to different grades of it, right? So yeah, you've got some of the recycled stuff and I see this a lot now and because it's recycled and maybe it's got a little piece of rebar or whatever from the concrete or I don't know what it is. You see driveways have, I call them measles, it rusts. Really? Uh, yeah, you'll see little rust marks all over it after. Wow. It's just what is it? Just debris that's accidentally. Is it accidentally put in there, or no, is it's it on, part of the filler? I guess. I don't know. It, it just got in there. I mean, you know, they're. Well, they're they're also it. mixing it in the yard. So, like right. when we were tearing up roads, we tried to separate the asphalt, sure. but in the yard sometimes it gets over to the other one, yeah. and guys get lazy and yeah. they throw things over. So that's that's great. So like if I see any red, I'll know that that's a recycled asphalt. That, that's a good indication. The guys are coming with the truck and they're dropping off the asphalt to get it put in. Can I see anything that would make me aware that I paid you for? Probably wouldn't know unless you had a severely trained eye. Okay. Yeah. The average so homeowner would know this. Want to tell us? <laughs> sure. Sure. Teach us a little thing or two. Yeah, you can reach me four one six eight nine two four five two six. How come yeah. is it sometimes I'm driving on the uh, the the highways and I start to see all those little pieces of glass inside the asphalt? Yeah, they it's put just that fillers. In. It's just a bunch of fillers. Well, no, some of that for the highways for safety. That's that's the glass, done. the recycled pieces of yeah, glass. Yeah, it's to reflect some. Really? Light off the, the surface. Well, that's what I've heard anyways. I mean, I don't know how true that is. But. So they're doing that on purpose? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool if you got a contract with the city where you had to seal all the highways? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> It'd be amazing. Wait a second. I, you know, I tell the homeowners on the street, I go, everybody pitches in an extra hundred bucks or so, I'll do the street. You'll have the best looking street in, uh, in, in your neighborhood. Would you do something like that? I sure, guess why you, not? You'd have to get I'm a, a contractor. You you'd have to get a Zamboni for that, huh? You can't Pretty much. Do, yeah, yeah Zamboni. Be, yeah, it'd be tough. Oh, that'd be cool, huh? That would be wicked. A Zamboni sealer? I've seen that before. No. 20 years ago when I sort of got into this, uh, I went to a conference, asphalt conference, sealing conference, whatever you want to call it. And yeah, the guy had a machine like that, but you know, it never really took off. I didn't really see other than him using it or the guy who invented whatever. The... It's too big for such a small driveway. It would be. This is still very labor intensive. Yeah. Do you uh, duct tape the concrete or anything when no. you when you're brushing? I mean, a lot of people ask me that, so uh, you know, I tell them like this. You know, they have nice stone edges, uh, interlocking or whatever it is, concrete, and they ask me, you know, are you going to get any on my edges? I say, no, I won't, and they say, are you sure? I go, definitely, and I go, how do you know that? Are you going to tape them? I go, tape. You know, even a good painter doesn't use tape to cut in. I mean, tapes <laughs> tapes for people that don't know how to paint, so or cut in, whatever. I don't need that. And remember, I'm wheeling a 40-inch brush here. You know, it's not a little paintbrush or whatever, so it's thick tar. So now I won't get any on, and if they're still persistent and, and, you know, really adamant about me not getting any on, I'll just tell them, listen, I'll bet you the cost of the driveway. You can watch me do it. If I get one drop, I'll, the driveway's free. If I don't, you're paying me double. Wow. They'll never agree to that. They well, agree? that's how you get them off your ass because there's some, you know, real hard, I call them hard-ons. And they keep, you know, they want to make sure. And, and you, 
you tell them you're going to do it good. I'm very meticulous anyways. Hard-ons. Hard-ons. <laughs> yeah, that's a new word for your audience. Hard-ons. No, we've used that one. Okay, well. <laughs> yeah, but it was used in a different but situation. But asphalt's the new one. Yeah. Asphalt. Asphalt and a hard-on. And yeah. uh, Plenty clean of crack. that crack out. <laughs> <laughs> when will you not spray a driveway? Like, what... He doesn't spray. I don't he spray. Oh, I'm sorry, How many brush. times? Sorry. What's going on? Okay. We, it's we a bad the, word. <laughs> yes, I won't. I'll never use spraying again. Sorry. Um, when will you brush? When will you seal. not brush or seal. seal a driveway? Okay. So, like I said, uh, I think I said this before, but minimally six months after it's paved, years better. Other than that, the only time I wouldn't do it is if the driveway is that bad. That listen, Mister Homeowner, Mrs. Homeowner, you need to get this paved. And I'm an honest guy. I don't say save your few hundred bucks with me and put it towards your, your paving budget. And then you're good for another, you know, 15, 20 years or whatever with your driveway. You don't have to worry about it anymore. So if that's what you need, that's what you need. Is, um, it, is there a cutoff weather-wise? You can't do this in winter. Oh, so basically, yeah, we get started at the end of April and we'll go to around, I would say mid-October. I mean, you want the, the weather to be sunny, obviously, and maybe above eight, 10 degrees. But you could That's do it in the fall or winter. I've sealed in November before. You know, five degree weather on a sunny day, it's not it's fine. ideal. The It'll product still is okay. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. Yeah. It's not ideal. And then, you know, I really don't want to be working that late in the season. You know, the but when you, did you go enough. back to those driveways and looked at them and they were fine? They, they still fine. lasted two years, three Absolutely. years? Absolutely. No okay, problem. so that's fine. Um, what I was leading to was uh, more. Uh, someone using a cheaper product or a box store product right. and your product, like, Sometimes I can tell when someone's using a certain paint. Right. I you will, would know that. I won't give them a warranty. I'll That's say, right. I'm going to paint. But because you used such a cheap paint before right. or the homeowner before you, yeah. I can't give you any warranties. Are there products that you've seen that you won't go over? Let's say, for example, I've seen drive. I've, okay, here's how sealer breaks down. I mean, you got the spray guys, which I already talked about. It's not very good. And then you got the guys that, you know, there's not a lot of guys do we do, but there's a few out there and, and that's the best. The other thing is too, let's say, for example, you go to Home Depot or wherever and you go, you're going to buy some sealer and you don't know what to buy because there's, you know, it's like buying, you know, shavers or something like that. There's, you know, so many different products, but a good product is say Black Knight Airport Grade. People are familiar with that product. It's similar to what we have. It's a, it's a matte finish, but the difference being that that stuff has about 10% rubberized solids, where ours has 40%. So it's four times as thick, four times more durable. It, it's really an industrial strength sealant. You know, these this is the type of sealer that, you know, they call it, you know, airport grade. Mm -hmm. Because some tarmacs have been sealed, like the Ottawa airport, the tarmac was sealed 20 years ago. I don't think they still do it, but there's some people that do that. So getting back to what you're asking me, Carlito, about uh, the different grades here. Here's another one that people don't know. If you buy an acrylic sealer, which if you go to these box stores, they sell that at a premium price. Now, 20-gallon pail, they're going to sell you for $50 and up, a premium sealer. But if you put an acrylic sealer on there, you might as well just pour gas on it. It's just going to... It's going to destroy the driveway. And what it does is it does not allow the asphalt to breathe. And what, that, what happens there, the top quarter of an inch scores into the asphalt and it, it it just breaks apart like a pie crust really it just eats and away yeah yeah this is what yeah, i a brand new pave job brand new pave job and it'll eat away at it'll it. it'll just crack so, so what's everywhere spider web cracking alligator it? cracking whatever really you want to call it. it's not breathing it's not breathing can't flex yeah 
So mm. what product Brutal. is that again? Let me just hear that An one acrylic more. acrylic sealer. Don't buy that. Okay. And where would you normally buy that? Uh, your box stores or any of these. So anything says there. acrylic, don't, don't buy run it. from it. Run. Best tip all day because you know what? That is the best I've heard tip. so many people complain to me, and this is why I, I, I've been looking forward to this, is that yeah. I see people doing it themselves, and I say, yeah. hey, did you get a latex or did you get an oil? You're using an oil tar. A latex. Okay. Latex. It's a latex emulsion. Okay. Sealer. So the, the most important part is the acrylic. Do, Do not, not it. use it. Right. Okay. That's the best advice to all your, your, but isn't, your audience. Isn't, okay, so there's latex, there's oil, there's acrylic. Right. Acrylic's between the two. Between the two. Mostly, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's play a little game here out of the big box stores because there's other products that I don't agree with should be there. I, I think first and foremost, all these asphalt repair products should not be at the big box. Is that true or not true? I mean, there are some decent crack fillers out there. Rust-Oleum has a good one called Durabon. That's not bad. Durabon? I mean, yeah, Durabon. Dur- Does Durabon know about that? <laughs> I think they carry I think it's called yeah no I don't know sorry Durban that's something else there that's wow. Durban is for plastic because you got me plastic. excited oh, sorry sorry <laughs> yeah I know what's it called oh, shit I can't remember I was like Durban yeah, I should know this but I can't remember off the top of my head but that's not a bad uh, so that's a good one Durex Durex no, no. It's Durex is a condom stop man <laughs> I, I only use Trojan sheepskin uh, and this podcast is brought to you by Trojan <laughs> My point I was getting with is that, they, remember the time in the big box? I don't think they do this, but you can correct me if I'm wrong, Carlito. Do they still sell those portable uh, spray foam kits? In yeah. The big, yeah. They still at sell them in the big at, box. They sell them. The last one I bought was at Lowe's. Wow. I it, think those should not be sold to DIYers. Well, I mean, it's nice for the really small jobs, uh, 350 square oh, feet. Oh, man, you should be certified. Same with asphalt you know ceiling. You should be certified. You should Like, there's certain products in these big box stores that should not be there. You know what? You should call a pro. When you read... You get to the aisle, it should be assigned there, call a pro. When I read the data sheet, <laughs> it, it tells me what respirator to use. I go buy a paint suit. Dude, I wear my gloves. come on, man. You should it's be certified. No. Uh, listen, I, I do like... Sp- I love spray foam. You know I do. Um, it's a three-pound. It's not a two-pound. It's a three-pound close cell. Um, and, some, and sometimes it gets the job done fast Disagree on small it. jobs. Disagree Instead of bringing a big company in and paying 800 bucks, I'm spending 400 bucks. I'm getting the job done myself and I can move on with the project instead of waiting two or three weeks. You ever seal any playgrounds? Any yeah, I have actually. Yeah, no, I've done... Uh, they get into color sealing, don't they? Or sometimes? I've seen that. And that's another thing too. You see some of these um, handicap painted uh, whatever's, right? And... and Similar, it's somewhat sealed. I mean, it's a big blue square for the handicap zone. That's a sealer too. Yeah, and that's an acrylic. So look at every oh, handicap. Wait, are you kidding that's me? That's why then? those things are all wherever they paint that blue and yellow handicap sticker. You're are gonna you look down. Me? That's an acrylic paint, similar to the acrylic sealer. It that's cracks. gonna crack up. So does the, the city asphalt. notice that they're tendering guys out to use a product that's gonna deteriorate the product that's underneath? I don't think they really Wasn't know, that like the scam that really a few care. years ago? Wasn't there a scam a few years ago that a company was doing pothole filling and they weren't filling them properly and then they were just getting more damage so then they get more work and then they would just notify the city saying, no, we have another 200 potholes to do, but they only filled half of them. So the other potholes just got bigger and it was became a whole scam and they got busted for it. I'm sure that's happened out there for sure. <sighs> so those handicapped... Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, so, go look at your next yeah, one. They're You're in a fully, parking lot at your... Tim and they're all, or yeah, they're like all, they're all it, flaking up. It's almost it's almost Always. like uh, it's like spilled paint that just left there, yeah. and then all of a sudden it's it's like spider cracking. Right. So it's actually eating away from the asphalt, right. eating the asphalt away. That's right. Wow. 
I, dun, dun, dun. Um, I do want to say it's pretty funny that you charge so little. You put such a great product yeah. on. And now I am one of those contractors that has gone out of my way after a project. My tile setters, if I'm not doing the tiles. We're back put, to the tile? It's, um, it's leading to asphalt <laughs> spraying. And the guys put thin set all over the place. And, and I'll, go to the, I'll go to the big box store. By the time I get a squeegee and a roller, by the time I get my tape, by the time... Right. I'm already at about 150 bucks. Easily. Easily. And not, it's not even talking my time out. That's right. Where I could be spending my Call time wisely doing what I'm good at. That's right. And yep. getting you to come in. Call a yeah. pro. Uh, here's the I'm fu- making a point. Yeah. The funnier, the, here's the funniest thing, Carlito. Like, you got these homeowners to try to save five, ten bucks. And like you said, it adds up. You do the math. It is about 150 bucks, right? So we're, yeah, we're, it's not a high profit margin or anything like that, but that's okay. We do a lot of volume. That's fine. We still make a living. Well, it could be more than 150 bucks. Right. Because if I'm wearing my polo right. shirt, yeah, it could yeah. be there 350 now. <laughs> right. The funnier thing is you've got these guys that are, the homeowners are trying to save 10 bucks. At the end of the day, they've got $20,000 worth of landscaping, you know, French curbs, whatever, nice flagstone airlocking. And the guy, he goes out and buys a couple pails of acrylic or whatever, bunch of crap from wherever and he puts it on and he gets it all over the curbs the sidewalk i've seen guys get it on their right at the very bottom you know where you you, you drive yep. up the little curb that you yep. drive up the little ramp yep. well they got some they put it a little too much so they fucking just paint it all black it looks like shit and they try to make the new line like, oh yeah oh yeah here's oh, oh yeah oh, right, right. here's the new line Here, just keep oh, going oh just keep going oh, we'll go across the street <laughs> I, I love seeing the car prints someone oh, yeah. doesn't block it properly and oh, someone yeah. drives in to i, drop I once off. saw a driveway where the bmw was parked on there and he went around the bmw because they're having an open house that particular oh, day god i've seen <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I am curious where this Before may be that going. Curious, in, hang on a sec. Oh, it's time wow, it's for time. the show is just rolling along, man. It's time for Carlito's Green Book. Oh, okay. Let's do this. So <laughs> do you, I, I take it you don't know our game here. No. So we have a safety game. And but you're, okay. familiar, you're familiar with the Green Book. Sure. <laughs> it's like it's like the price is right. Um, so you get to learn something, right? and you get to see if you're gonna win. But you're always a winner because you walk away with a safety five fifty. <laughs> so many just says five fifty. So uh, first offense on this offense, how much do you think it will be? So I'm gonna read this out to you. Sounds nice, eh? Yes, it is a nice G wagon. Yes, it is a G wagon. <laughs> it sounds really nice. Okay, so here's the question. Section 103 1. Uh, worker passing shovel, backhoe, or similar excavating machine, or a load over a worker. What would an inspector charge you on your first offense? 550. <laughs> okay, so he's got 550. What do you think the first offense is? $550? I'm an inspector. I come in. I watch you. Just take your excavator or a shovel over top of one of your workers' heads. And I I'm see like, what you're saying. Yeah, that's uh, buddy, definitely. F- what are you doing? Worthy of fine. Uh, I'm gonna say f- three fifty. Not bad. It's two fifty. Oh. <laughs> There's a fifty in there. Uh, that's another thing for all your contractors. My dad told me this a long time ago. If you want to get the job, just put a five at the end. So instead of two twenty, put two twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? 
I'm going to do that. He's right. <laughs> you never, never round it <laughs> off to a, a zero. Five. Never round you know it what? off to a zero. A five. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah, a five. Just changed my, 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 my pricing for so sure. So next week is going to be 555. <laughs> <laughs> 255. That was Carlito's Green Book Talk. Oh, thanks, Manny. <laughs> getting back so, to so Leo. So I wanted to get to something exciting. Hang on a sec. Oh, triple hey. W. Triple W. Triple W. Ing surfaces. Surfaces. Ing services. Dot <laughs> <laughs> net. Ing services. Dot net. And sales at ing services. Dot net. And the phone number is 416-892-4526. Back to you, Carlito. Uh, ask and that would be all you asphalt, want. man. Ask. <laughs> ask your is question all the time. I love that it's actually <laughs> not asphalt, it's asphalt. Ash, I love that. Ash, asphalt. Asphalt <laughs> guy. So what I'm excited about I want to count I'm, how many times we say asphalt today. Asphalt. Asphalt. I want to find out is there anything that you can add for coloring to your driveway? Are you know, oddly enough, that's a good question. I brought that up I, with I, the playground stuff. Sorry, yes, getting back to that. <laughs> I have seen, I have seen, I haven't used it, but I've seen there is an additive that, or I think it's an additive. I don't think they're just making specific batches of yellow or blue or whatever color you want, green. But I heard, I've seen it. I've seen it. I haven't used it. I'm not so sure how good or how bad it is. But I've seen it out there. Wow. Do you, you know what? This just gave me a nightmare because I have a problem with people who paint garage doors a really odd color, loud color, yeah, obnoxious color. I can see them now painting matching sure. ugly well, driveway. Color. I was leading to something else. But What's that? Uh, I was leading to uh, basketball courts and tennis courts. Yeah, the playgrounds. Is that, so, is that I mean. something you really yeah. do? Uh, I've done a few. Like, that's not my forte. It's more driveways, per se, from parking lots or whatever. But, uh, you know, I've done a few in my time, for sure. And do you sub out the line work? No, I can put the line. Well, no, we, I do have line painters. But if it's really small, we can handle it. I mean, you know. Okay, so that's good to know. So yeah. if, I, if I have a 6-plex or a 20-plex or something like that and... I want to get my driveway done. I can call you, spray it, and you'll do all the the curbs and yeah, the, the handicap and a so on. Six plex or twenty plex? Well, that's where I'm headed, my friend. I'm looking for an investor right now. <laughs> <laughs> reach out to Carlito. I don't know how, but reach out to him. You know, on this podcast, Ass Man Crack. I don't know if you want to reach out. <laughs> reach around. So, what's the what's the worst thing you've ever seen? Like, what would a callback be for you? I try not to have those, I'm perfectly honest with you. I mean, I just, you know, as a good contractor, you don't want to waste time going back twice because your, your opportunity costs, if you got to go fix a mistake, you, you're losing money because you could be go doing a new job making money. Here's a question for you, Leo. What if someone's listening to us and they find out that the spray guys are all inferior product, right? but they, they realize that they're learning that your product's better and the application's mm-hmm. better? Can you apply your product on top of the spray product, or they got to wait until that spray product kind of fades away? Most of it away? fades away in six months to a year anyway, so it's not So you issue. wouldn't apply it right afterwards? No, never. I mean, I've seen some bad spray jobs recently, and, and fortunately... I Where a few in, months later, you start seeing lines? Oh, yeah, absolutely. But uh, I, I did a driveway across the street from a lady that got taken by one of these spray guys recently, and, and the spray guy told her that it was a matte finish. And I go, well, that's not the de- definition of a matte finish. I mean, it's shiny. You got to wear freaking sunglasses or, you know... It's going to burn your eyeballs out. Anyways, I was across the street doing the other neighbor, and the lady came out, and I'd seen that she got a spray job. It looked ugly as shit, but she uh, came out, and she waved me over, and, and she was trying to ask me what happened to her driveway because she wasn't too happy about it. So I had to, you know, unfortunately give her the, the, the bad, bad news. news. Yeah. So did you end up spraying? or No, she asked me to if I could seal over top of it. I said, no, just let it fade out. 
you know, this was only about a month ago. So probably, you know, by next spring, it'll be gone. Anyways. Call me back. And then we'll do it properly. Where did you learn the difference? Was it your dad that taught you this? Yeah. This was passed on? Right. So back when I started a good, you know, 25 or so years ago, I was in my mid-20s then. And then uh, my dad got into this out of the blue sort of thing. He had a friend that was doing it. So at first I was a little skeptical. Like, ah, fuck, driveway ceiling. What the hell? Everybody thinks it's all this driveway ceiling. That's shit, (laughs) whatever. You know, it's got a bad connotation. It's like, you know, cars, used car salesman or something. But anyways. And then I went and worked with him one day as, you know, just a helper. And I was like, wow, okay, you're onto something here. This, this looks good. After the, I saw the product, after he did a driveway or two and it dried and I go, wow. Okay. So this is real. This is a real good job. Like, and this is serious stuff. It's not fooling around. So yeah, that's when I noticed, okay, this is the proper way. So fortunately I was introduced to it from the get go. Maybe if I only seen spray driveways, if my dad was a sprayer, then I wouldn't know any better, but uh, I do know it better. Yeah, that's why I, we're just trying to, you know, one driveway at a time. We're just trying to educate people on the differences between yeah, what we do many, and what else is out there. How many driveways have you done, you think? You know what? That's a damn good question. And I'm going to, I did some quick, quick math. I've been doing it full time for 20 years now. Uh, maybe just over, I'm in my 21st year full time, but I'm going to say 10,000 at least. So as they say, 10,000 hours, 10,000, anything, you'll get good eventually. (laughs) You'll get good eventually. I mean, 10,000, I'm definitely going to take your advice on what to do and what not to do instead of the spray guy. Could be more. It's probably more. Wow. Do Do people ever do the research? They do. Yeah. Google, internet. Yeah. Because I, I found that and I've had like, even without having this conversation with you, I was always telling people, be careful what you put on. I didn't yeah. know it was the acrylic. That was right. the problem. But you've seen some bad product that led to some damage. So you I've knew seen driveways up. crack. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So one of my friends did the same thing. He got mm. acrylic and, uh, did I you said, say, Hey man, well, I didn't know. I just said, Hey man, <laughs> uh, I came to his house after he did it. And I said, dude, what did you put on there? And I didn't know yeah. it was the acrylic. I thought it was oil. I just right. thought, like one was a latex and sure. one was an oil and I knew that the latex was breathable and that was good. Yeah. And I assumed, which made an ass out of me that the oil was worse, but they're all oil products. It's the acrylic. I have to be careful. That's he, right. he used that. And I swear within six months, his driveway turned to shit. Wow. Yeah. He probably was. Now you know why. That. Yeah. Cause yeah. you spoke to an ass man. And it's funny. Cause now I'm <laughs> now you've, now you've given me a disease. Yeah. So I'm going to be driving huh? by oh, and yeah. every time I see a shiny driver, oh, I'm going to yeah. be like taken, 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 right. <laughs> not, not Liam Nielsen taken. Yeah. <laughs> Never again. That's what they say. Never again. Is that what they say? Yeah. A lot and of then they always call that. you and they call me. And then they'll call you every two, three years yeah. to take care of it. Yeah. Or, or seal their own too. Never again. Okay. How was, how was business for you during the COVID days? Oh, you know, that's amazing. When, so when COVID started here about three months back, just when I was getting to start the, the, the summer season off, maybe at the end of April there, and I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to. So I called the hotline and, you know, I talked to a guy there and he says, what do you do? I don't know, seal driveways. I go, well, Probably doesn't have that on the first page. So he's flipping through his book. He doesn't see much. He goes, well, what are you into, like landscaping or something? I go, well, tactically, I guess. I'm landscaping the driveway, making it look better. It's a home improvement. So he goes, yeah, you should be able to go to work. But here's the thing. I mean, when I'm tarring a driveway up, sealing it up, nobody should be within 20, 30 feet of me anyways because you're going <laughs> to, yeah. you know what I mean? 
There's, you get pretty. You can get pretty dirty if you don't know what you're doing, or you know you're too close to it. So, so it's perfectly fine for you. So for as far as social distancing, no problem. Business was good then. I, I, I and, take... and Mike Sealer kills COVID apparently. Does it really? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> if Trump can uh, put out disclaimers, uh, I'll put out one. Oh, don't go down that road, right. right, man. Don't go there. Are are there? Uh, and I. I I don't like getting into them, but I, th- I find them very important. What are the hazards to being in your industry? Obviously, you know, well, as far as working around hot asphalt, if you can get a good burn. I mean, that stuff's, you know, probably in the range of 600 degrees or so when it's coming wow. out. So, yeah, I don't want to be touching that. Uh, as far as sealing, you know, the hazards are not keeping it on the driveway, you know, tripping over buckets, you know, those are just accidents that you Realistically, nothing should go too far bad. Are you married? Uh, I'm engaged. Engaged. Ooh, supposed to get married. Yeah, I was supposed to get married next month, but we had to postpone, postpone. that. Well, congratulations. Yeah, what I was leading to is uh, when I was like 15, 16, I worked in a cookie factory. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and Nabisco Christie's. Wait a minute. You told me that we can't. You told me this not to tell anybody. No, no. And I, now you're telling me. I them? was telling you about a product I didn't want to talk about. But you're like putting the cat out of the bag. <laughs> Anyways, let's just forget about There's that. There's a product that you should never eat ever again. No, because I'm pretty you sure can. you can. No, you can. no, no. There's just no. And this show is brought to you by Listen, Nabisco. If you drink tap water, <laughs> Nestle, just, if Nestle you drink, or Nabisco, what's it brought by? Uh, who's, who's if you drink tap this? water, you're drinking fluoride, and people think, right. "Well, I brush my teeth with fluoride." It's a totally different fluoride, mm-hmm. and we don't need that fluoride. Okay, can you get back to the Anyways, cookie? What was the so, cookie? <laughs> so I worked in a cookie factory. And one thing I never knew is one of my girlfriends would always say, I love when you come back from work. You smell so good. Oh, yeah. So uh, does the wife love the smell no, of tar? I'm, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm probably not getting that same love. No? Uh, no? Shower's uh, available. You should go ahead. No, no, no. I did a print ad for Asphalt Cologne. Uh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I did one for sawdust, for concrete, for asphalt. Nice. I, that's why <laughs> yeah. I told you guys I love the smell of asphalt, man. Yeah. That's funny. So I got a couple of roofers, buddy. They do a hot and cold process like Mark does at mm-hmm. uh, Skylux. Oh! Big shout out to <laughs> our boy here at Skylux yep. for always uh, taking us. care of us and giving us a place to have a home the Construction the Life podcast. Skylux live. Studios to record our podcast. Um, and, you know, these guys are these guys are getting filthy dirty. So one of my friends says he cleans himself with diesel or WD-40. Yeah, Is that, that something that's that... That's something you do clean yourself with in the asphalt business. Uh, a lot of times when we're doing, say, tamping or rolling, you'll put some diesel on it. Yeah. On so the roller. Stick. So it doesn't stick. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. you, that smell but, does not go away, man. You know, but, you know, your general... Uh, what I found is that your, your, your basic lanolin... Uh, white uh, what do you call it hand cream that you get at your canadian tires or whatever a little tub of that it's not bad it cleans off the tar pretty you, quickly you got too. this stuff manny in the back yeah. of your car a whole bunch of tubs yeah i don't know what he's talking about <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're talking about the orangey not uh, the orange pumice one that stuff rips your hand apart just the basic white one it's like a, that'll clean it that'll clean it off yeah. that's that's cool though yeah how do you it. clean your tools you're using diesel i use diesel yeah. Wow. Yeah. But it's also when, when we're doing, you know, on the tamper or on the rake, uh, asphalt rake, rough rake, whatever, you put some little squirt of diesel on it, wipes them on. Yeah. So it doesn't stick. We always soaked our, our equipment yeah. in diesel before Absolutely. we used it. Another thing I want to ask you, and it's more the comedy 
end of it. Comedy. You must have seen some pretty crazy stuff like cats or oh, dogs run across geez, or a kid man. walk. Oh, yeah. What are the Seriously? funniest things you've that? ever seen? Okay, the weirdest thing, okay, because, you know, after you see the driveway, you look up, something might run across it, whether it be in, you know, the three-year-old kid in the house or their dog pet or a squirrel or anything. But the funniest thing we ever seen, me and, me and this guy, uh, Jay, that used to work for me a long time ago, we, we were sealed the driveway and then uh, we seen something out of the corner of our eye and we look at my, and Jay says, look up, look, what, look what's on the driveway. So I'm like, oh no, what do we got now? Another squirrel, whatever, rabbit. I look up, I see a cat, but it's got two tails. Not uh-huh. one, two. Yeah. Two tails. A two-tailed cat. So yeah, that's kind of that's unusual. weird. Wow. That weird. That's yeah. a weird looking pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Two asses though. Yeah. Asphalt man. Asphalt. <laughs> asphalt man. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, I hope that's not taken actually asphalt man. Oh. God. <laughs> you think it's taken? No, it's not taken. I don't know. No, you took over your dad's uh, business. It was Ing, right? It's Ing's. Yeah. It's yeah. our God given last name. So we just stuck with it. So that's what I tell my, you know customers too it's not like i'm gonna change my name to jones or smith tomorrow because it's ing yeah i mean i try to make ing somewhat synonymous with the best in the business like well, maybe some people think ferrari or mercedes is you know that's it well it's something you, you said something really important there a lot of people talk about businesses being open for 35 or 40 years and yeah. those are companies that never hid from anything or left no. anyone hanging so they didn't have to change your name four that's or right. five times oh yeah there's companies out there. There's a there's a spray company out there. They've changed their name two or three times wow. already. So they just know it. They left a bad re- reputation. That's it. Change the name and start up again. That's, they have to. They can't show their faces. Are they spraying want. over the company's logos on the, the machines <laughs> yeah. or what? Like, but that, that doesn't last long either. So, I'm a homeowner. What's the most important thing I should be asking before? Uh, someone starts. Are you going to get any on my you sidewalk? Sp- yeah. Do you spray? What's the number one? Question? That's going to be the most important. Just stay probably. away from sprayers. You probably should. Asphalt sprayers. Correct. Other kinds of sprayers. That's a different story. And right. if anyone, and then is there like something that I can get in written that's saying you're not going to use acrylic? Oh, well. I'm going to be using know. you from now on. Sure. Sure. But then, I'm just saying for the yeah. listeners that are listening and the contractors right. listening right yeah. now. Yeah. Stay away from your sprayers and your acrylic if you're doing it yourself. That's really good point. Line. And why isn't yeah. anyone talking about this? Like, if this a lot is of an, people don't know. If this is an ongoing problem, and I see this all the time, and I've but heard you're about educating it. homeowners when you're in the neighborhood, that's correct, right? Because they're coming by, and I'm sure that someone else came before you or after you, and they're offering two hundred bucks versus the two twenty five. Sure. So they're coming up to you, going, "Well, listen, sir, I'm sorry, but you're twenty five dollars more expensive than the sprayer. So yeah, why should so I go can, with you?" Yeah, a lot of people, you know, they count their pennies. They're trying to save a penny, so, but so it's going to cost them five bucks at the end of the day. Later on, though, it's going to six months. Next year, they're going to have to do it again. Call you so again. Paying, they're no, paying but double. did you hear him? Like, guys are charging. He's twenty five dollars more than sprayers. Th- two to three years more. You're That's doubling. Right. Like it, it's uh, yeah. a simple it's a math, brainer. man. Yeah, I listen all the time, man. That's what I just brought up. <laughs> That's why you gotta listen to the construction podcast. I'm, I'm like, I'm recording here and balancing uh, everything. Um, so, why do you think guys have chosen to go sprayers? It's easier, cheaper, faster, cheaper. volume. The way I do it's very labor intensive. Obviously, you have to have. Certain so, how long does it take you to do a double car drive then? I take me personally. I can do it in about. I, I tell everybody the same. I, it's going to take me 40 minutes to an hour. An hour. 
Yeah. Just you by yourself or you and a couple oh, of guys? with a helper. Okay. You and guys, then it takes a sprayer how long? You probably do it in 10 minutes. 10 minutes? 10 minutes. It's a volumes game. Dude, it's money grab. It's, it's bullshit. Yeah. That's what it is. Totally. He comes in, knocks on as many doors as possible. Okay, but 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. You're talking about once you start putting the product on. Right. We're, we're not talking about prepping the no, area. No, prep is always... Double. Like, so frick, everybody knows that. We're talking about power washer, possibly. Yeah, no, you're, gonna, um, you're gonna wash. We don't it? really, we don't necessarily power wash them because the problem is, I find that if the, let's say the driveway is really dirty, muddy, or whatever, and you introduce more water to it, it's just gonna be mud. Now you gotta wait for it to dry before you can seal it anyways, and yeah. you have mud all over. So what I found is if you scrub it off with, you know, like um, dove. <laughs> no. with, uh, that's for the exxon yeah. man what's wrong with you with stiff uh, bristle brooms or um wire brushes and then use a high velocity backpack leaf blower you can blow the dust off easier wow. you, and the other thing is too is you start wetting down driveways you get away from the dry and you, and people are like well wait a minute here's a latex product throw your water it down it's like no you can't water it down or it's it's going to be too thin it won't even achieve what it's supposed to do i saw the, i saw the coolest thing from skylux from jordan he was uh we had a little bit of rain so there was a little bit of puddling going on the flat roof there and so he pulls out the the backpack leaf blower yeah starts blowing all the water air dry smart smart man yeah i was like that's smart i actually saw one of the tile guys on instagram just do that his old patio was soaking wet his uh his seats and his uh, coffee table he blew it all off and put his pizza in his pop there (laughs) (laughs) uh you know it also moves snow by the way too it does hey don't don't laugh uh yeah it does really a certain degree as long as it's uh it's pretty dry and flaky, you know. Wet snow per se, if it's yeah. heavy. But yeah, no dust. So everyone's gonna be out there going. Mm, that's yeah, except yeah. your neighbors are gonna be. Yeah, going, they're not mm. going like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what do we do about oil stains? Um, okay, oil gasoline. Stains. That's a great question. Gas, you know, a, that's why we want to seal the driveways too. I mean, you want to protect your investment. So, if you have it sealed uh, prior to, you know, leaking something on it, it's going to be protected to a certain degree. Obviously, if you duck, you know. You, you pour gallons of gas or oil on it, tranny fluid. No, it's not going to do that much for it. But, you know, just generally speaking. So that's why you want to seal them too. And what do you guys like? Oh, sorry. Oil spots. So, yeah, if it's, let's say the driveway's got a, you know, maybe a oil stain, maybe two feet by one foot or something like that. We have to put an oil spot primer down. Okay. To allow the sealer to adhere because nothing sticks to oil. And that's why it's, you know, it's a lubricant. So I guess it breaks it down, separates it, and then... It, what it does is encapsulate it. Nothing's going to get that oil out of the asphalt. So asphalt now, you know, you got a bunch of oil, and it's, it's gone in there like bare wood, and it's soaked right in, you know, quarter of an inch down, whatever, half inch into it. Nothing's going to get it out of there, short of cutting it out, but you're not going to start... Well, there is one product. What's it's called, that? It's called Micro 50. Okay. So I had a backhoe, and I had it parked at someone's yard. I was doing some work on it because I wanted to do some work on the city, I uh, had a hydraulic a leak. Yeah. And uh, the guy that owned the building said, you got hydraulic fluid all over my asphalt and it's going to start eating the asphalt. Yeah. So it's going to cost you $25,000 to redo this. So I made a couple calls, got this product called Micro 50. I, uh, I put it into it and I swear when the guy came back, it was the whole driveway was cleaner than when I parked wow. her the first time. Nice. <laughs> really? So what it does is it, it takes the oil. Oil is in four parts. Okay. Um, and I learned that through this yeah. 
the, it's, it was a scary event for me because what I thought was saving me money could have turned around and cost me 25,000. It would have yeah. been cheaper to buy a, a secondhand backhoe yeah. instead of fixing the one I had. It ended up only costing me 2000, my labor, you know, hoses, I had to buy a power washer. Mm -hmm. I had to buy the, the, the jug of the stuff. I mean, it's, it saved my life pretty much. Yeah. So uh, save you a few bucks. Yeah. There, so I'm just sure. saying, if you're ever interested, check out the micro oh, 50 yeah, product. I'll, I'll, have you used yeah. it, Leo? No, I haven't. Yeah. I haven't used stuff like that before. And also dove cleans ducks. Uh, <laughs> and on that note, so we've been speaking a lot about ash fault and ass asphalt with Leo Ing from www.inksurfaces.net sales at ingservices.net 416-892-4526 thank you very much sir for joining the podcast being a part of it and being our, our one and only asphalt asphalt i was waiting for this for a long time uh, he was yeah. talking a lot about it once i told him that you were coming he was all excited about it mm -hmm. man so it was good it was good uh, yeah covered i don't everything? like the way you phrased that just now but i don't know <laughs> thanks for having me on i just want to say one thing you know a lot of people you know they were talking about leaks just recently there so let's say you leak a little bit on there so you know most homeowners if you don't get that micro 50 or whatever what do you have around the house so a lot of people have uh, kitty litter if you have an animal per se or you have dry dirt in your flower bed or you have some some screening somewhere. Sawdust. Screening's really good, or sawdust obviously is very good, but screening is very good because limestone. Soak it up. It's got it really bites into it. Yeah. So if you yeah if you have a problem with that at home whatever, you know what you want to do is soak it up as best you can right away. Obviously it's a huge spill. Get a rag, but if it's beyond that now it's into the uh, the driveway. You want to put something on it to try to to mop it up. Yeah, it's my best. It's good advice. to know. We've got our last segment here. Uh, the 10. Uh, 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 sorry, I've changed it. It's the 12 well, well, questions. There was no fucking meeting, dude. It's the 12 questions, Okay. Man. 12 the, questions. Let me, let me change that now. Go intro now. The 12 <laughs> questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to insert uh, question number right Why are you saying all these key right words? Here. I'm just saying. I'm <laughs> curious. So, uh, Leo... Here's your yes, 12 sir. questions, right? All right. Um, this is uh, your first question. What is your favorite construction word? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I got one. <laughs> What's that? Tri-square. Tri-square? Yeah. Is that the product? No. No. Tri-square. Tri-square. We'll have to look it up. Tri-square. <laughs> <laughs> what is your least favorite construction word? Oh, that's a good question. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What the fuck is a tri-square? <laughs> yeah, please. You don't I'm know a, what a fucking tri-square is? What is it's a like tri-square? I don't know. It's like a fucking architectural things for measurements. I don't know. It's just like a, looks like a T. Oh, it is. It's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we know. We're learning a lot on this podcast. Eh? What is your least favorite construction word? My least favorite construction word. Huh. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Never hearing that word is any good <laughs> on any job site anywhere. Like, I don't know what to say about Oops. that. <laughs> okay, what turns you on in construction? Oh. <laughs> I love the sound I, li I like to get, you know, I like to get my hands dirty. Okay. Yeah, for yeah, sure. I'm a working true. man. That's true. Yeah, and women appreciate the working guys, for sure. What turns you off you have in good hands, strong hands. What turns you <laughs> off in construction? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Man, I don't know. I don't know. I, I kind of enjoy it. Um, Nothing I can say the me. elements, the elements, the, the, the weather, the, the weather. bad weather, the Got too it. hot, too cold, too wet, rain, whatever. What is your favorite curse word in a phrase? It's always fuck. <laughs> the go-to? What the 
Fuck. <laughs> okay. What is your favorite car or Ooh. truck or bike? Uh, cars. I've always had success with uh, Mazdas. I don't You're, drive one currently, yeah. but uh, as far as trucks, uh, GM's been good to me. What is your least favorite car, truck, or bike? Anything by Chrysler. <laughs> Garbage. Do junk. they still call it Chrysler or I don't is know. it called Dodge? Dodge? When, when I hear when I think Chrysler, I go back to the old days and I hear the New Yorker. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. Those are cool. With Corinthian leather? Oh, yeah. Is that uh, what you're talking about? That's a square box. Uh, what construction sound or noise do you love? Oh, that's a good one there. Police iron? Yeah. No. <laughs> that's not a good one. I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, the sound of a sprayer? No, that's my least favorite. I don't know. I kind of like, you know, the, the high RPM tools like drills and, you know, skill saws, stuff like that. Nice. Huh. What construction sound or noise do you hate? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I too. love the sound effects. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, can't think of one off the top of my head there. Nothing? I'll have to pass on Just that. something. You got to give us something. something. Oh, okay. That I hate? I don't know. It's like uh, generators, gas generators running. Yeah, they're loud. They're loud. Uh, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Yeah, if I got into another trade. Uh, Doesn't have to be another trade. Oh, okay. It could be anything. What would, sorry, rephrase that. Say what that profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Would I like to attempt maybe a fireman? Wow. Yeah. That's because I would have had a lot of time on the side to do all this ceiling. <laughs> so it would have been my second job. Unless you were a Being buffalo. Being the fireman that was. No. Yeah, if you're a buffalo, that'd be a different <laughs> yeah. story. What profession would you not like to do? I don't think I'd like to sand drywall. No, you don't like no. sand drywall? You've seen those guys come out of the freaking after mudding and sanding? All you can see is the whites of their eyes. Yeah. Well, depends <laughs> on where... <laughs> what part of the world they come from, but yeah. <laughs> Last question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Oh. Tee off on hole number one, please. <laughs> easy Leo, one. thank you very much, man. Thank you. It was so nice to see you again. Well, thanks for having me. Thanks so much for being on the show. And uh, Carlito, get us out of here. You can find Leo online, ingservices.net, sales at ingservices.net, and 416-892-4526. Thank you very much, sir, for educating us and letting us know what is the right, wrong, the bad, the good, the ugly about asphalt and asphalt. Asphalt and asphalt. Get us out of here, Carlito. 416-TO, baby. Asphalt. Nice, nice.